This week on The Reverse Stick, Germany and India reign supreme in the fiscally responsible Pro League. While we need less coaching and more marketing courses, and another spine-tingling episode, that's Mystery Files. And welcome once again to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. A very tired Reverse Stick. It's been a big day for us here. I'm John Lee. Matt Allen, are you stuffed? I am plum tuckered, John. As they say here on the island, we have witnessed probably the best two games of hockey dice I've seen in my lifetime. Oh, fantastic contests, weren't they? I mean, you couldn't have asked for more. From a dice hockey game. Well, Two intensely close matches, plenty of goals and action aplenty. What a journey it's been. We've had the highs, we've had the lows. We've been stuck here in the People's Republic. As lovely as it's been, it's going to be great to go home, I tell you. Um, but of course, let's get to the winners, John. The two big games of the day. We well, started before out... we do that, we have to go... Fiscally Responsible Pro League. News. Oh, that was a new sting there. Yes, of course, the women's game kicked things off. We saw a final between the Netherlands and Germany, those old foes. They met in the Euros last year. Netherlands were the victors then. However, tables turned. The tables were turned, and Germany got the chocolates. They did. Fantastic. They they had a, uh, what was the draw? 8-8? Uh, yeah, yeah, eight uh, eight in the regular game. And, yeah, uh, uh, and uh, of course Netherlands got out to a flying start. Three goals in the first quarter, two goals in the second. Five two they led. The flying Dutch won. Yeah, yeah. at um, at half time, and Could you know even in the third quarter they scored another three goals. You thought, oh, how far the Dutch? But the Germans just kept begging away. They kept themselves in the game. Stuck to their processes. That's right. Uh, the Dutch rolled a, a, a zero in the last quarter. That opened the door. For a, th- a triple from Germany. Yeah, uh, they incredible scenes. The game. I mean, they, they, you know, they brought the house down. A lot of German fans had flown in for it. Great to see. It was just a perfect example of what fiscally responsible Pro League hockey dice should be all about. Yeah, and of course, a shootout, a four-all draw in oh, the shootout. Just drama. Hearts pounding. We got down to the, the sudden death toss. With the FH umpire's coin. Yeah, and um, it went Germany's it went way. Germany's way. It could have gone anyway, couldn't it, John? It could. Roll of a dice, toss of a coin, could have gone anybody's way. It went the way of Germany. Now, congratulations to the German women's team, the German men's team. They also played in the final, and they took on the ladder leaders, India. They did, and now India, well, I must admit, it was a rather dour start to the game. Oh, uh, first quarter boring. was boring. Oh, and even the oh. Indians, did you see their first roll? It was like just... Flop out of the hand. That's not what we're used to for the Indians. We expect to see a lot more flair, and they've shown that through the competition. They finished well ahead at the top of the ladder. Possums blossoms were supreme throughout the competition, and we thought, oh, maybe the 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 big event, the big game, has got to them. The nerves have got into them, and maybe that was the case in that first quarter. We did see hear from um, Possum Reed, Graham Reed, at at quarter time, and and he said he wasn't very happy. He was going to have a stern word to the team. Terrible uh, language as well. I mean, fortunately, the the audio guys were right on to it. I'm I'm pretty sure all of that language is in the dictionary, Matt. Yes, you you know, certainly in the urban in the urban dictionary. It is. Uh, Look and. You know, whatever he said to them, they responded. They because, did. Because, uh, they, they were, um, you know, look, the Germans were plucky, but the, the Indians were just irresistible. 
Irresistible is a very good way, a good thing to call it. That's, that's their first um, Hockey Dice title since 1957. It was great to see Dian Chan back on the park, though, to oh, lead them to victory. And no one was more surprised than Dian. No. Or, uh, or, or the Indian hockey community. Yeah, Who knew? Well, and certainly we weren't thinking that that would come along, but it was announced this morning that he'd be playing, and it proved to be a masterstroke, as we said in the broadcast. Brainchild of Chris Sorello, that, that particular move. But it shows the skill of Graham Reid as a coach in, in allowing... You know, assistants to make ideas and accept them and think about it. That's, That's a good it. idea. Spotting an opportunity. And to give them credit for it. Yep, yep, absolutely. And look, we won't go too much on about it, John, because you can go to our Facebook page, uh, just search the reverse stick and you can watch back the live action and, uh, that'll also be on our YouTube page as well. You just got to search the reverse stick. We've got it all. Oh, I think we've got a, about 30 people following us on YouTube at the moment, John. So if, if you're listening to this and, uh, you've got a spare moment, you know, duck in there. There's some, Occasionally exciting stuff that happens. <laughs> Definitely. And, um, yeah, enjoy it. Vote for it. Like it? Is that what you do on those oh, I don't know. Just have a look, eh? You're listening to The Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. And, well, look, um, there is not much happening in the no, global hockey world now, now that the fiscally responsible pro league is finished, Matt. But it, there are it. things bubbling away under the surface, aren't there? Lots of dates being announced for hopeful tournaments and uh, and the like. An announcement out of the FIH this week, some guidelines on uh, safety. It's actually it's a 13-page document you can get from FIH.ch. Um, I'm not going to take you through all of that, but the most important thing is... Their illustrations as a guideline um, to getting back to hockey, and this is more more so based at individuals. So that's you and you and you Wait, and you and you, and you. Are these guidelines to correct resumption of play in the coronavirus social distancing world? Once we get back in and local councils have said, yes, you can go back there and clubs have got their action plans together and... and COVID coordinators, and we're seeing it already happening in the Netherlands. It'll well, be happening very soon here in, very in, in much Australia so as well. Of course, it's good that they've done that. No, but it'll very much depend upon your local area's rules and regulations. Yes. And, and really, things aren't normal again until they go, there's no restriction. Go ahead and sweat on each other. Point number one, John. Respect your government rules and guidance. Anyone showing symptoms of COVID-19 should not train. There you go. Respect your government rules and guidance. Point two. Now, we are ca- um, we're, we're in bold on some of this. So if I'd have read the, the bold bits, do I shout those out? Respect! No, government no, just... Rules. No, okay. All right. Um, number two. No, it would be pretty funny if you did that. Arrive at training on your own using pri- <laughs> private transport. Walking by bike or by car. Number three. Arrive shortly before training. Number four. Follow the sign for entering and leaving the field. Number five. Respect! The... 1.5 metre distance between players. Number six, do not touch the ball. Hang on a sec, just, just a sec. Hands! No, I, no, I'll I, just read it normally. Yeah, I was going to say, are those, when you're doing those things, is that the part where you're supposed to get, use the vice? The vice? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> is that, so, <laughs> as you're, as you're going to training, use the vice. Is, <laughs> is it up pitched? I don't know. Yeah. We should, uh, number seven, do not celebrate or high five with teammates. 
Number eight, clean and disinfect your hands before and after training. You don't do that anyway. You're no. all too busy sliding on your no- over on your knees in the corner, getting the adulation. Oh, the arms up in the air, getting the turf burn on the knees. Yeah, just I don't... loving the glory. I don't touch. I don't touch my teammates. They touch me. That's another story. Uh, number nine, do not touch your mouth guard with your hands, and no spitting. That's one for you, John. Say it. Don't spray it. Come on. Do not touch your mouth. How do you get it in your mouth, then? You're allowed to do it before you arrive at the ground, John. Well, you want me to drive there with my bloody mouth guard in? And your problem with that is what? I don't wear a mouth guard. Well, there you go. It's going to be a significant (laughs) issue, then. Well, just in case you decide to buy one, don't touch it. I've got one. Good. I've had it since I was about under 14, probably 15. Might, might struggle to fit now, although you've lost a few teeth over the years, so it could pop in on the ones at the front there. <laughs> Number 10, bring and use your own water bottle only. Number 11, bring and use your own stick, shin pads, and or goalkeeping kit only. I mean, who wants to wear somebody else's goalkeeping kit? That's, well, a, that's a joke. Well, 12. Shin pads are even a stretch, really. 12. Return home directly after the training session. There you go. And you should all be right. But there are some really good things in there for, no, for, for clubs. and, and uh, Don't be put off by us taking on Mickey a little bit. It is all very serious they, stuff. They us. will update the resources on here. There's a link to uh, Arangi Rood's site in the Netherlands uh, with an example of when planning your return to hockey training sessions. Unfortunately, it is all in Dutch. When you click on the um, the uh, the GB the the, um, the union flag up in the top hand corner translation it, it, it no it just gives you a paragraph about Orangi Rude Hockey Club so <laughs> um, but hopefully there'll be some more resources go up on there I think it's really important like I mentioned last week a little bit tongue in cheek but it is important that if we've got a set of drills and things that coaches can use as a bit of a guideline at all levels of hockey let's not worry about the elite levels let's worry about the, gra- the, gra- the grass yeah <laughs> let's not worry about world-class coaching at schools level, John. No, we or won't. At, or at junior levels. Let's uh, yeah, just be sensible. It's been a frustrating week for me in the whole space with hearing, you know, these guys are, gonna, uh, 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 are doing a session and there might be a game happening here. And a lot, There's so many people just in our own club that are so keen to get out onto the field. And I, and I, I love their passion for the game and it's driving all of us bloody crazy. But... Let's get it right. Let's let's get our registers in place, all of the hygiene requirements in place, and just take our time. This is a long road yet. Oh, look, yeah, you make some good points, man. And let's face it, I'm sure there's going to be some sort of pirate or underground or blacklist games. There is. Going. There's yeah, fight, yeah. Fight, oh, we've seen it. Fight club hockey happening, yeah, you know. That's exactly right. And... Um, perhaps not the brightest of moods just at that st- at this stage. I get everybody. It's not just our club. I know of lots oh, of yeah, other yeah, clubs yeah, where it's happening. Right. This clandestine I mean, the groups meeting happening, in local parks. The fact know. that it's happening in that scale, just within that small community, yeah. it's, it, it's obviously happening. At black market hockey, incredible. Market. Oh, I, I prefer underground hockey. Okay, you know, because you can sort. Of, it sounds a bit like it's nicer, like the, like the French underground or something like that, or okay. the Velvet Underground. But, but maybe, maybe we've got. Hockey, hockey fives, hockey In, indoor hockey, underground hockey. Maybe that's what we need to be searching for for the Olympics. Underground hockey. Oh, yeah. Or, may, or, or maybe it's a winter Olympic sport. Maybe it's, it's ice caverns underground. You know what I'm picturing? Go on. What are you picturing? I'm picturing underground dice hockey because there's plenty of space. Oh, sorry, ho- hockey dice? Hockey dice. You know, depending dice on where you are yeah, in the world. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, 
there's plenty of space in some of the disused cheddar mines in the People's Republic. Yeah. To and that space could be very well utilised by they, they, indoor they, dice it, hockey hockey dice. Yeah, it, it, it could be, but it is very expensive to get over there, John. Oh well, it might not be in the future, Matt. It could get a lot cheaper. Um, you know, it depends on the deal they do with the um, the Chinese government over building the new super. International Airport. Well, I know it's more about the the Silk, Silk Road. What's the no, what's the not well, the Silk Road? What's the the Brit the oh, what's the name of the thing? The, the, there'll be a bridge through there soon enough, anyway. Bridge over the River Kwai. Yes. Why? You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. What else you got? It's not going to be a big, not going to be a long one this no, week. It's There's, not. you know, nothing happening. Oh, we're, you know, we're knackered. <laughs> we've, we've got to get on flights soon. We're just packing our things up in a I'll short while. I'll tell you what, those German girls know how to celebrate, don't they? It, well, they were going off. The schlop was flowing quite freely. They're going to be partying oh, on into the night. There was a bit of Marlene Dietrich on the bar cabaret 1933 gear happening. It was fabulous. And that was just the coach, eh? Yes. He looks great in fishnets, doesn't well, he? Well done, Mr. Reckinger. Reckinger? Reckinger. Get on with it. What else have I got? <laughs> uh, and sadly, one of the cooks at the Sports Authority of India in Bangalore passed away and was subsequently found to have COVID-19. Of course, the SAI in Bengaluru um, is the home of the Indian men's and women's teams. One of when the men of obviously, of course, aren't travelling for hockey dice, but um, but they've been pretty much under lockdown there since things have started. An article as as a move to safeguard them from COVID nineteen, absolutely, and and one that we supported at the time from memory, didn't we? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good idea. So we're not, you know. Um, reading Bad today, early. reading today in Sports Star, uh, players and staff of the Indian men's and women's hockey teams who have been living under lockdown in Bengaluru will be allowed to re- return home while following strict safety measures, Hockey India stated in its standard operating procedures. A total of 72 players and staff members have been restricted to their own rooms at the SAI in Bengaluru during the nationwide coronavirus imposed lockdown after arriving for the national training camp in the first and second weeks of March. The SOP stated that the staff and players can return to their homes after consulting the chief coaches about the duration of the leave. They are required to wear a mask and carry hand sanitizer while travelling. While at home, they are expected to interact with only family members, train in isolation and step out of the house only for necessities. Two-week quarantine. Upon returning, the team members will, uh, will be put under a two-week quarantine and will be tested on the 10th day if testing is available. Concerning... If not, social distancing for a third week is a must for every member. Once the 14-day quarantine period ends, members will not be allowed to step out of the campus for two weeks, not even for essentials. During the training, teams can train in groups of maximum six people and roughly one quarter of the pitch, 40 metres by 20 metres. Players can tackle during the training, but celebrations such as high fives, fist bumps are banned. Who's high fiving in training? Players will have to carry their own training gear, hand sanitizer, and towel. All the training equipment, including players, training gear and practice, balls will be sanitised after each session. Uh, gym's out of bounds. Um, so they've been in lockdown to, to control things. There's then been a case within the camp. They're now being told it's OK for them to leave the camp to, to go home with the clearance of the coaches. Now, I'm assuming that's for things like compassionate reasons for maybe going and seeing your family and uh, <laughs> relations 
<laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to. John just did a little hand sign to me there, and we are not a video podcast, so I'm going to maintain my professional nature. Um, but they're letting some people back anyway, um, out into the community and, and back into their homes. So, hmm, interesting. Oh yeah, um, look, everyone's the, got a different take, haven't they? Yeah, I mean they've been caught out, but not because they weren't trying to do the right thing. It's a, you know different when you. Not doing the right thing and you get caught out. Yeah. When you're doing the right thing and you get caught out, it's just a bit of bad luck, isn't it? And let's just hope that all the players are fine. They don't test positive and condolences to the gentleman's family and everybody's family that's been affected by COVID in a, a nasty way that that family has. It's not very nice. What's it? Well, you, you've probably seen more people than you normally do by being stuck at home, haven't you? <laughs> well, I've seen me, my well, well, me coming around three times a week to... I'm, I'm sorry, uh, you're not at home. God, Christ, that's right. <laughs> that's right I've, I've seen I've seen people every day. No, we've here, seen all those people in the People's Republic. Yeah, yeah, geez, you get, I get confused sometimes. Mate, you got flashbacks. Flashbacks. <laughs> you are listening to the Reverse Dick, the Global <laughs> Hockey Podcast live. From the People's Republic. Yeah, we'll be back home next oh, week, won't we? Thank mate? God for oh, that. I'm just, I'm going a little bit stir crazy. It's lovely, lovely as it's been. Oh, I like a varied diet though, John. And you can have one too many ham and cheese toasties. Well, you can have one too many ham and cheese toasties. I'm more concerned about um, how much slop you've intaked. Yeah. I mean, you, you are just about to drop. I think you'll only get that final four litres in. Ah, oh, but that schlop hop, mate, that schlop hop, I just love it. Um, what else is going on in the world of hockey? Lots of videos online, lots of coaching webinars. If you're a coach, you're going to come out of this lockdown. Oh, well, basically, ba- explosion. basically, every single coach is going to win their league. You know they what? They have to. <laughs> the amount, yeah. of, but the amount of effort they've put in. Oh, look, that's Through these right. difficult times, through these uh, uncertain times, through these unsure times that we're in. You know those sci-fi films where they, in the, well, not so much now because they just plug it in the back of your head and you get all that information a la movies like that. You know, the ones where you put a thing in the back of your head. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, earlier on in sci-fi's days, they, they, when they had those sort of sci-fi movies where they were trying to put things in your head, too much information blew your brain up. If we're talking 50 sci-fi things yeah, yeah, in the back yeah. of your head. Yeah, you, you know. Like, no, didn't they go into the top of your head in the 50s? Yeah, well, it was more helmet thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like a helmet. Which is good to see them back in fashion again these days with um, people, sort of people that like to wear tin things over the top yeah, of well, their head. I don't know why hockey goalkeepers weren't wearing them back then in the 50s. Oh, that's right. Um, well, they were. You posted that photo. Uh, I did, yeah, it was one. That was a, that was a <laughs> trial. But then, no, but people said, no, that couldn't be. It's fencing. It's for fencing. With big holes <laughs> in it, right? Where the FA would go straight through. Anyway, um, yeah, it's a bit like that. Um, well, too much. Well, you, I, I'm, they've got so much to look at. and I wonder how that you would strip all that back to get some some essentials and concentrate. Because part of the time, that's the art of coaching, is stripping everything back and getting to the essential bones of things. So there's a lot out there. Uh, just while we're in in India, apparently there's uh, loggerheads between the uh, Indian Olympic Association president and the Secretary General Rajiv Mehta. Why would we be worried about that, Matt? Well, they're they're shooting verbal barbs at each other, according yeah, to. Yeah, but why the, would what, what one Indian Olympic official say to some other Olympic Indian official? Because it's about restriction of time, being able to concentrate on what you're actually supposed to be concentrating yeah, on, John, not being well, distracted why would, by... Why would that be in a hockey podcast? Because that's got nothing to do with hockey, essentially. 
No, but they play hockey in India, John, and India are in the Olympics. Come on, get with the program. Okay. Right, yeah, carry on. Busy man. Go tell us about it then. Three hats. No, that's it. That's all it is. They're, they're at loggerheads. There's a war of words. When the world is suffering all over, what is required is camaraderie, mutual respect and work in unison. Contrary to all of this country's highest sporting body, the IOA is seeing war of words between the two of its senior most functionaries. Oh, so there's a little uh, spat going on in India between a couple of people yeah. highly placed in sports administration. Had honchos. But why would that ma- matter to hockey? Well, I don't know. Because one of these is also a hockey functionary as well. Do you oh, really? Yeah. Oh, what? Uh, works in the marketing department. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that's a tick. We covered that one, John. Um, no, where, where do they work? What do they do? It's the president, Dr. Narendra Batra. What? The president of the Indian Olympic Association. Piss off. <laughs> He's pulling a, pull, a big dumb face at me at the moment. Huh? I don't think we've got anywhere to go on that. Um, good news out of the FIH. So there was a conference thing, chatty thing that happened online this week. What's Apparently, this? there's two new big sponsors to be announced. One coming really? up next week. I'm not sure if it's for Pro League, Hockey Pro League, FIH Pro League. Probably not, because it's a family sport. We don't need that. Well, we haven't been told. No, um, but that's going to pop up. And then something else um, a little bit later. Well, Could we see the Adisha FIH Hockey Pro League? You said it first, FIH mate. Pro League. Sorry. <laughs> Let's see. Wait and see. It wouldn't surprise. Um, announcements to come. Anyway. Um It'd be nice if it was Toshiba, wouldn't it? Well, it was, no, Tush, well, Toshiba Microsoft? did the thing in England. Yeah, that, um, yeah unlikely. It's probably a dish, mate. Coca-Cola. Or Adidas. You know, yeah, they did a good job su- supplying a load of free shirts. Um, mm. But no sponsorship money. We, we were promised to, to learn from Adidas. I haven't seen much Adidas branding on things recently, so who knows? We'll all know very soon, won't we? Um but good to see there's, you know, the announcement was made on an online forum via, um, a new initiative of the FIH, um, which we'll all get to learn about in due course because we're, we're all going to get invited eventually. To what? The thing. What thing? Well, the FIH membership thing. Are you a member? Are you an FIH member? I don't know, Matt. If I, if I contravene one of the rules and regulations of the FIH, well, are that, do they have the power to discipline me? Um, well, I think they possibly do because remember the thing that happened with the the, the Instagram post a couple of months ago. Yeah, I suppose with the, in, the, the Dutch... in one say one way, shape, or form, I must be a member of the FIH. Well, see, I think you you can be under scrutiny of the FIH ethics committee. Yeah, well, then if, it's something if, you do in the name of hockey. If I wasn't a member of the FIH. Uh, what could the FIH Ethics Committee do? They could stop you from playing hockey, No, John. no, if I wasn't a member of the FIH, what uh, could the... What, what well, are you a member or not? Well, that's what I'm trying to find out. Oh. Have you paid a separate membership to the FIH? No. You haven't. Okay, so you're not a member. So does that mean that I'm I'm not liable under the... Have you been invited? What? To the to be an FIH member? No, I don't know. I got a lot of spam. We could have some problems here, John, in the future. No, well, if I anybody mean, do, wants do to stop you from playing own... hockey for misconduct. Well, no, this, this, this is what I'm trying to get at. What, what is actually a membership and what, how do you sign up and what are you actually signing up for? I honestly don't know when I think about it. Sitting here with you, I don't know. Am I? Uh, is my affiliation through Hockey WA, then through to Hockey Australia, and then through to the FIH because I'm, I'm liable to their rules and regulations? Uh-huh, you are. Am I somehow, 
a member of that? And if I'm not, does that mean it doesn't matter what they say? And I can still, I can just ignore it. Well, I think being it much the same that the FIH can't say to anybody outside of the game, uh, make any ruling. They they can't make a ruling against say Mrs. Lee or a softball player. Or or, yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's uh, I had to go into the Constitution, which maybe we could talk about next week because we're having our Constitution edition. Remember, Congress edition. Congress. Congressional Constitution no, con, edition. We'll just call con, it the con. The, the con, con edition. The con edition. Yeah, we'll yeah. have the con anything, edition next Anything that's prefixed by con, we'll yeah. cover it next week. Convict. Yeah, okay, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Constantinople, let's talk about the Turkish Hockey Federation. Oh, yeah, we'll do that. Um, con... No, let's move on. But cons- you, Consuela Martinez. But you get the argument, what I'm, what I'm trying to say. is So exactly what... I mean, I can understand why they do what they do and they've got this membership thing and they've got special groups and apparently we're going to get different presentations for different groups and you'll see something different depending on which group you're in. You, you won't because it took you about 18 months to sign up for SCORED and I had to keep asking you every week. Are you a score? Are you on SCORED? Are you a member I on won't SCORED? I will because I signed up uh, for FIH emails and after uh, no, the this first is, no, two... Me, media, media emails. Media emails yeah, and to, after the first two I have not received one and that was two and a half, three years ago. Well, uh, three and know, a half years ago. Do you consider yourself real press and comms, mate? That's the thing. Because I think there might be one of those memberships. How many up. How many members of the press and comms are there that huh? follow hockey? Uh, dedicated. Well, yeah. well, let's just let's just say we could have our own house party. Yeah, that's a maximum of eight people can join that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, but anyway, we'll move on to that sort of. It was interesting to see that you know. This, I, I, if they want to charge for something, I've got no problem with that. Thierry's going to be speaking. We're going to charge you for it. But, uh, you know, it was, to, it was, it was portrayed to us as a thank you to certain people within the hockey community. That had already um, done a course of some sort or was yeah, like, okay, so it's Man, just, we weren't going to talk about it. But it was a question and answer session. <laughs> It'd be nice to know exactly what he said in the question and answer session. Yeah. All we've got is a couple of, you know, oh, we're going to have new sponsors. Yeah. Remember when we were going to have a naming rights sponsor for the Pro League and then we weren't going to have one because, oh, we're a family sport and we hear lots of stuff from the FIH. When it happens, I'll be thrilled. Until it happens, I don't see much of it. But if that, if, if that kind of Q&A session is a benefit of, Surely you want to you want to upsell that and go. You want to get more members, but I was told that no, you don't want to get more members. This this was a, it wasn't about getting members. Well, it wasn't advertised to all the members, was it? No, but not to all the not to all the members, and certainly not to all the presenters that have been doing stuff for the the FIH online courses of late, which is quite remarkable as well. Anyway, John, just back to the cons. Yeah. If you're out there, ladies and gentlemen, you've got an idea of something that begins with con that you would like us to discuss in next week's con. Show, get in touch. Send, which is send, likely what this show will do to you. Send, send an email to Matt or John. Actually, the opposite of this show. <laughs> TheReverseStick.net or contact us on the socials. We're all over it. Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And even on Reddit, mate. Just search forward Reddit. slash TheReverseStick on, on Reddit. Reddit. What's Reddit? Oh dear, you've got a long way to catch up, old boy. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast, and it's time for <gasps> Matt's. Uh, I, what? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's time for Matt's 
Mystery File! A little bit more accessible this week. I was uh, going to call it MMF, but I thought it was probably not a wise thing to do. Um, I have, is that another Urban Dictionary thing, John? Yeah, I, I think to look so. Up? You better look okay. that up in the Urban Dictionary. I'm surprised you don't know that. Okay. Nope. Sorry, I'm very innocent. Let's have a look. What do we got? Uh, August 1960. Oh, great. Of the Hockey Circle, the international hockey magazine. News and views of the hockey world. Volume 8, number 4, new series. Established in 1933. All right. Uh, Same year as Free I started to look. I started to look. Same year as Free Yes. Where the circle. All right. Okay. Oh. Okay. Tension film, folks. Drama, action. Oh, it's all, it's just, it's heavy Aussie stuff on here again. All right. Well, August is the end of our season there. Neville Patterson, Tasmanian captain, scored their only goal with a brilliant solo effort from his own 25. He sped past the halves and backs and then beat the goalie. South Australia and Western Australia, who were out of the running, had little between them. South Aussie won their first match of the series by defeating their opponents one goal to nil. This was the major shock of the whole championship, for no one had given South Australia a chance to win the game. The winners really excelled themselves, and but for breaking down in the circle, could have had a bigger margin. There was no score until ten minutes before time, and a combined move by the forwards gave Hancock the chance to score the winning goal. This was the first goal they had scored during the week. Very nice, well done yeah. to the South Australians. The Crow Eaters there, one goal for the whole tournament, and they get a 1-0 win in the last game. I've seen a few forwards break down in the circle, Matt. Yeah. Usually when the teammates don't give them the ball when they're in the goal-scoring position. Oh, hang on, addendum. For, uh, further chances to score were lost by South Australia. Oh. They lost a penalty bully. Hashtag bring back the bully, but not the penalty bully. No, no, not, not the penalty, the penalty bully, just the bully. No. And then a point was disallowed when they netted a second time. A point was disallowed. Interesting use of the language there, John. Oh. What do we play for in the game? Goals, Matt. Goals or points? I this think we'll the... have to bring that up with the editor. Ah, they were recalled for an offside breach anyway. Yes, bring back the offside as well if they're going to use terms like point instead of goals. Um, obviously influenced by Wimbledon fashions is 18-year-old West Australian Lo- Lois Erdman of Narrambeen. She played for the Road District team in the Country Week Hockey Carnival in Perth. Why the frills? This young lady's wearing a, a, a quite a short, frilly white skirt depicted there. Uh, why the frills? It's the first time she has played in the carnival, and she felt a special occasion needed. Just that's something extra. Ah, oh, Narrambeen. Good folks. on you, Lois. Uh, Narrambeen's a long way from nowhere, Matt. Uh, very, very flat and rolling and wheat fieldy around Narrambeen. Um, I can't imagine what fields they would have been playing on. They would have been, uh, by today's standards, shoddy. And that would be a good rating. All right, we'll give you one more thing from here. This is from uh, uh, Jian Singh, international umpire and coach. First paragraph here. How to be a better goalkeeper. The goalkeeper fills one of the key positions in the team. He is the last line of defence and a match may be won or lost by his actions. The first essential for a goalkeeper is to have the proper equipment. You should play with a stick, best suited to him, and should wear pads and kickers which give adequate protection and fit the legs and feet in such a way that they do not hamper his movements. As regards the hand glove, it's a matter of personal taste. Wearing a glove. There you go. 
matter of personal taste. Matter of personal taste. Well, there was a time where it was, uh, especially the glove, the, the hand that you held your stick in, which is predominantly for a lot of people would be their right hand, right? Yes. Yeah, yep. but my, I'm left-handed. So, um, you know, if you wanted to hold your, you just didn't wear a glove on that hand. Well, I love some of the old pictures we've been putting out on, on if you the, had gloves on, on the socials. Well, yeah, but the goalkeepers didn't wear yeah. a glove. They would hold their stick in a traditional manner. Yeah, we've mentioned hands. left left hand up the top of the stick, so no glove there at all. And we'll tackle as such. See, I wonder how long some of those guys have been played in goals when those photos were taken, because very often you see people that have never played goals finding themselves in the goalkeeper position. No, these are bloody and inter- they do, inter- no, they international do play goalkeepers with their stick. They do yes, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, their goalie could have torn a hamstring the day before, and they've all got who's going to play goals? And, oh, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, but that, it, look, it looks very much like that newbie in the goals, even though they've played a bit of hockey before, not brand new in in the goals, if yeah. you know what I mean. I, I do. I'm not quite sure that get to Olympic level that way but you never know mate luck at the draw it could be like hockey dice couldn't it it could very much or the Commonwealth Games <laughs> um, what, what else have you got um, not a lot I've, well, we've done mystery fire. oh I've got a, an interesting little email that got, <laughs> <laughs> I got got hold of in the week now this is an instruction an instruction email let's this, let's this is a lesson, for, lesson. for all stick brands those aspiring to get involved in the business side of the game. Not stick brand, just anybody involved with doing anything to do with getting across on social media and a lot of that. Sending, selling a message of any description. How much do I use names on this? Because I know that it went out to a list of over 400 people. Well, not people's names. But, uh, okay. you know, to put it this way, the companies dobbed themselves in for it, if you know what I mean. So, and, right. and um, we right, wish so, them all a great deal of luck, and we have no ill feeling uh, towards. Right. We're, we're not going to mention. We're not going to mention the brand. The, okay. It's a, it's a stick brand born out of um, Northern Europe. Yeah, we'll just say that. And it's an email which has gone to a group of people, very much in the Southern Hemisphere, Australia and New Zealand. Yep. Um, the original email has gone out to promote this stick brand and the. Um, the promotion price, and it's been a bit of a sloppy use of a distribution list. Somebody may have worked really hard on that distribution list by searching every single club website in Australia and New Zealand to build it up. Um, it wasn't appreciated quite so much by one of the recipients. Let's call him M, um, and he's a club captain for a side in a country <laughs> in, New, in New Zealand, and. This original email's gone out, and here is the response from M. Here's a tip or two. Beep. When I say beep, that's a name being mentioned. Free of charge, because this is clearly the first promotional email you've ever sent out. One. Put the people you're spamming in the BCC. (laughs) So I can't reply to all 400 of them. Sorry, everyone. But not really. <laughs> this kind of thing really fix me off. Two, employ someone who's seen a computer before <laughs> to ensure the ad provides adequate click-through for measurement and ease of use. You know, marketing for preschoolers. Three, ensure that same person hasn't been stabbed in the face with highlighters and designs by hammering their forehead into their Lego Duplo keyboard. Six months, two years. 
rendering their artwork discomforting to consume. Good thing I've got all this COVID sanitizer to wash my eyes out with. <laughs> Four, assuming they fit both above profiles, please make sure they weren't 60 in the 90s when this ad looks like it was made. Five, at least link through to your website if you want people to, you know, buy something. I'm not going to call you to buy a hockey stick. Seriously? That's an awful way to feel the difference. In fact, it's more likely to make me feel the indifference. There's a bit of a clue to the brand. (laughs) Make sure you put your name under director. Are you S or V? I take it you're okay with the the S. That's two names. They didn't put S or V. That's the name. (coughs) Excuse me. I take it you're okay with me randomly text messaging you whenever I feel like promoting whatever boomer meme I found recently. Expect my call. I've got this awesome sale on my most recent white paper, Business Etiquette for the Clueless. You might be interested in in because that's what we do now, right? Just spam whoever. Fit, and then this is all in bright coloured font and random letters. 50% off prices from 180. Call me. Seven. You've got to see that. Seven. Speaking of websites, how about linking to one that actually loads? <laughs> it just says your site has expired, meaning you're communicating that you're either too cheap to pay for a website or not competent enough to know you don't even have one. <laughs> Eight. Awesome looking Instagram. I especially love your only image. The one that says, sorry, this page isn't available. The link you followed may be broken or the page may have been removed. That's some incredibly inspiring stuff. Brand name looks legit. Nine, make sure you provide an unsubscribe link. You know, so that all 442 of us have a way to opt out of your best efforts to completely sabotage the credibility of the brand who have employed you. Sweet. So, I hope this helps for next time. I'm just going to forward it through to so-and-so company's ownership so they get the full picture of the stellar job the New Zealand team is doing. I sent a huge bonus coming your way, fingers crossed. Look forward to hearing from you again soon. Ha-ha, only joking. Never contact this address again. M. Sick burn! That's a sick burn! Uh, you know, well... Well, at least M, who wrote it, you're not too busy at the moment because you've had the time to put that one together. And um, maybe said brand will um, take heed of it and yeah. go, oh, yeah, we are doing this wrong. We've got to do this and we've got to do this. And because, and, you know, if you don't, I mean, the, the things that stand out from that are like, if I can't click on that link and go to your website, mate, you ain't selling nothing to nobody. <laughs> so I'd be fixing that quick smart. It's a, it's a sage lesson there on how people can be turned off your brand yeah, yeah, or your yeah. product. You've got grand designs to do something, not just in the hockey world, but particularly in, within hockey, you've got to know your market. And, to, like, come on, be smart about who you're emailing and how you're getting in touch with and people. And all that said, you know what, we've got to, we've got to, we've got to do something about our website because at the moment it's just an RSS feed and that's all it does. That's all right, but it, this but it delivers out. this out every single week because this is, John, the weekly hockey podcast. It's the global hockey podcast. Yeah. We've been going... Whew, since way back. And We're it's not, independent. What, what number is this one, anyway? We do it ourselves. Is this 145? We put it out. This 145? Yeah, 145. I hope they didn't mind the ads at the start, though. Hey, the ads. The ads. 
That's right, we're ad-free, John. You're looking at me weird going, what ads? <laughs> yes, we're ad-free. Yes, we, we are free. Ad-free. It's a free podcast. So, if you enjoy listening to us, please do jump onto your preferred podcast provider. If there's an opportunity to leave a review, a like, five stars, a comment, please do all of that stuff. Most importantly, tell your mates, share it, send it on to them, and um, please help us spread the word of the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast, and, of course, all of our other hockey-related endeavours. If you want to support our hockey-related endeavours, like the Fiscally Responsible Pro League, like the Push Pass Pundits, like the Hockey Live, like oh, World Cup Daily, like Totally Pro League, no, all these sort I of things. Be happy again. Well, we're probably not, John. Um, you can jump onto our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick. We would love your support. We, of course, love the support of all of our Patreon supporters. We're having a TRS Clubhouse opening soon, John. If you're a really? Patreon subscriber and you haven't checked your email address or the app recently, please do that. We want your feedback. We're going to be going live one-to-one with our Patreon supporters. You can get involved. Jump on one of our wonderful levels that we've got on there that you can join. Are we going to make more content? We're going to sit and have a chat with people, maybe do a Stick It To John live. Um, the feedback I've got so far from some of our fine people is... Uh, oh, all right. See ya. Bye. Thanks. Oh, go on. Keep no, going. no, that's it. No, we're, we're done. We're, you know, thanks for joining us for episode 145. Bye. See you later, folks.